and we're here to take you back to your twilight phase. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Good to have you. Uh, happy here. New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Although we probably oh, should have said that. Did we post in this year? Yeah, we already posted yeah. this year. <laughs> Never mind. Happy New Year. <laughs> we are back this week to talk about chapters 22 and 23. Those are like the true climax of this novel, so we're here to do it. The last bit of the book. Almost. 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 We're leaving a little bit more for our next episode. So, um, this week we're talking about, um, to catch you up, reminder, Bella, at this point, we're rejoining Bella as she has decided to sacrifice herself for her mother. Um, what if she's so noble? <laughs> She's, she's both. Um, <laughs> go meet James to sacrifice herself and save her mother's life and abandon Edward forever. Um, so they're still in the hotel. She's with Allison Jasper, and her plan is to, they all go to the airport together. The group's plan is that Bella and Edward will re-meet at the airport and then head off somewhere to hide, I guess, forever. I think... I have a lot of thoughts about this plan. I think it's stupid. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about it. Okay, we'll talk about the plan (laughs) in the same vein. (laughs) Bella successfully extricates herself from Jasper and Alice, which honestly is kind of amazing. Yeah, actually, yes. she goes back to her mother's house, hears, um, calls James, and he tells her to go to the ballet studio. So she meets James at the ballet studio, discovers that James never had her mother there. She's stupid. She's a it's little almost dumb. like you can't trust a liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all he had was video of her mom. Mom's fine, but Bella is very much not fine. She is pretty resigned to dying. <laughs> Um, but classic Bella suddenly scared of how uh, tortury James is, which is imagine not bad. She was like, I just thought he'd kill me quick. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously James wants to goad everybody else in chasing him down. So he is not going to make this pleasant because he's videotaping it. That's important. He videotapes to Bella. Um, also, we suddenly find out things about Alice, which we will also dive into. And uh, Bella obviously can't defend herself from a vampire, so she blacks out. And when she awakens by an angel's voice, of course, it is Edward and the crew here to save her. Um, So she is, all we know from this chapter is that she has somehow been rescued and that James has bitten her. So they have to figure out what to do. If you've forgotten... It's bad to get bitten by a vampire. Yeah, that's bad. Which I did forget, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking, but now I'm glad I said it. <laughs> There's just so many different myths around what happens it's when a, a vampire bites it's you. True. Like, it's, it's true. It's true. But let's start back at the plan. <laughs> the stupid plan. <laughs> Melissa, do you want to tell us your thoughts? Okay, well, I don't understand why Edward is going to Arizona in the first place. Right, like, like they could just be on separate fucking airplanes. Right, just like meet in like Siberia. I don't know. That's true. I never thought about that. Me neither. Like, why would he go to Arizona, get her, and then go away? Like dummies. I and guess because maybe he's worried that James will manage to follow her. From but they're Arizona. watching him. They don't well, know that they went to Arizona. They lost track of James. 
I thought physically. They, I thought they knew James was in Arizona. Is Bella the only one who knows that James? They is in know Arizona? that he's in Arizona, but they don't know because they see him in like oh, right. Alice's in the yeah. house. But they don't know like actually where he is, so they can't or when. Yeah, so they can't be like, oh, he's not gonna follow you. You're right because we're watching him. They don't actually physically like, know where if he is. Anything James follows Edward. True. Dum dums. Like you have information that James is eventually going to get to Arizona. Why would he go to Arizona? <laughs> to strange? protect Bella, so that Bella's not alone. Oh, that went real well. Yeah, but that's separate. <laughs> you can't even say like Einstein's twenty twenty because Alice can see the future, <laughs> so she always can see in hindsight. <laughs> but like, it truly doesn't make sense because if your take is like, oh well. Edward is worried that Bella won't be safe unless he's with her, like, even just leaving the hotel. It's like, well, they leave the hotel to go meet him at the airport. Right. So it's like, why? Also, they leave. The, like, they they debark the plane and, like, they're supposed to come out of security. And then I don't know what. They're supposed to buy tickets and then go back through security. I don't think Stephanie understands I mean, air travel. Back in the day. No, this was definitely post-9-11. They're just waiting for Edward. Yes, yes. The answer is yes. Edward gets all the way off the plane. They buy new tickets. They go back through security. That's so stupid. It's not that bad. (laughs) Well, I mean, truly, though, if, like, it is just, like, keeping them apart for longer. Like, why didn't they both buy tickets to, like, I don't know, Canada? At least meet in the terminal. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to defend this. Because you wait until Edward's plane actually arrives, so they're both actually there, and then you're like, okay, what's, like, the next plane that leaves within 20 minutes that is a place that we can go? Buy that one and then leave immediately. Okay, true. So there's no time for James to find out where they're going. This is, like, pre-flight information available on the internet, probably, right? I don't know. There's no way. Remember her dial-up? She had dial-up. They're not, like, Googling on their phones right. what flights to go on. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay. I will... I'll let that slip. But... <laughs> but... But... Other things about this plan. <laughs> like, is the plan truly just to go and hide out forever? Because, like, Bella has a family still. Right. They have to actually track down James or else Bella can yes. never live her life. I mean, I guess everybody else is supposed to kill James in the meantime. It's, like, kind of the same plan, except it didn't work this time, so they're just redoing it. And instead of Bella going with Alice and Jasper, (laughs) she (laughs) she would just be going with Edward. And then everybody left behind has to kill James. It seems really risky because without... This sounds really bad, but without Bella as, like, the bait... Right, how are they supposed to find him? Yeah, how are they supposed to find James? Genuinely, they might just, like, lose him. And who's to say that Alice's visions will show her where he is? Did we talk about whether she can do this on purpose or not? We discussed it, and the answer is yes, she can look on purpose, but she cannot force herself to see something. Right. I just want to reiterate that this was not a plan. I mean, it is a plan. No, oh, but it's not good. Also, there's a bunch of cafes before you even get through security. That's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer does not understand airports. Guess you should be Slash flying maybe more hasn't Stephanie. been to one. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what plan would have been better? What should they have done? 
Well, they definitely should have just met in some sort of different city. I agree. On that phone call, they should have just been like, okay, you know what? See you in Chicago. Because they already believe that James can't listen in on this phone call. Right. So, like, okay, see you in Chicago. I mean, if the plan involves murdering James, which, as Maya pointed out, otherwise, what, you just hide for the rest of your infinite life, um, then they should have used Bella as bait on purpose. Like, what actually happens is fine, except that they don't get there in time. Like, if she hadn't been so noble, she would have been like, look, I'm supposed to... It's it's such a classic thing. You're supposed to show up alone. You never actually show up alone. Yeah. You just tell the people where you are, and they pretend that they're not following you. Well, that's And then they follow right after you. That's the flaw in, like, Bella's plan. Right. Bella's plan itself is very effective. Like, it gets her exactly what she wants. She does get away from Alice and Jasper. She does find James. Her mom is saved. But, like, if she had just used her words and been like, hey, we need to protect my mom, like, yeah. they would have found a way to protect her mom. There's no reason for her to actually follow James's direction. No, it's yeah. just that Bella continues to not actually value her life. Own life. <laughs> yeah. Whatsoever. She, at some point in here, is oh, yeah. like... You know, like, this is the best way because now Charlie and my mom are totally fine. Except for you dying. (laughs) Right? Like, Like, everything happened on Bella's list, but Bella's list did not include her living. (laughs) And Charlie's mom would never be harmed, would never have to fear. Except that their daughter got mysteriously <laughs> murdered. Right. Yeah, that would be pretty scary. That would be very harmful. I mean, also, <laughs> James, like, literally notes it. He says, I guess I can see the draw of observing you. It's amazing. Some of you seem to have no sense of your own self-interest at all. And I was like, no, that's just Bella. <laughs> really Everyone else her. is very self-interested. Yeah, like, imagine if she had told Alice, like, he has my mom. And Alice had been like, mm, let me check. <laughs> just think about that okay right well we do have to pretend some of this for the sake of a climactic end yeah that's true in order to force a plot to happen (laughs) sure i'm just saying the part that was forced also doesn't make sense or this happens in the middle of the book and them being on the run is the rest of the plot. Ooh. Or, I mean, we talked about how a climax that, like, involves Edward's decision-making more would be more interesting. Or one where Bella can save herself. I mean, she tries she, to. She, she just does the, like, noble, She just doesn't save her, her life. <laughs> no, but in, the, in that final showdown with James. Yeah. The final countdown. <laughs> That's not right. We're going to cut that out. Maybe I'll leave it. Who knows? <laughs> anyway. So, like, if Bella had found a way to save her life, her own life there. Yeah. Like, if she had found a way to trick James. Right. Or, like, like I, something. Yes. I really wanted her to, like, like cut herself. Like, even when I read this so, like, the first time. Crazy. Right. It's like, she was like, oh, he's going to draw this out. I was like, bitch, make him just kill you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea, baby Melissa. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. <laughs> like, it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, think of how cool it would have been if we had watched Bella outsmart James. Right? Just or like, imagine try. her just like at least stabbing try. herself. Yeah. Like, it's, like she does in book three. Oh, right, 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 right. Ooh. That happens in Eclipse. I don't even remember that. Uh, Victoria's trying fan. to bite them. 
Eclipse was when I was on the way out, so. Oh. Well, Victoria's coming after them, and Victoria and Edward are fighting, and they're, like, pretty evenly matched, and Bella does not have faith in Edward's ability to (laughs) defeat Victoria alone, so she stabs herself. And she's, Victoria and, like, her little, like, minion that she brings with her are so distracted. No, he has, like, a different name, I think. Wouldn't that be more of a distraction for Edward? No, because Edward is desensitized to her blood. Okay, but he's, she's still bleeding. And he, yeah. like, loves her so much. Be like, Hark! Well, uh, my Bella! <laughs> yeah, I have to not murder her. <laughs> I have to restrain myself. It doesn't work that way. Okay, well, we'll dissect that when we get there. <laughs> we sure will. Anyway, okay, so Bella makes this plan, and then Alice has a vision. I have a question for you guys. Which is, what do you think Alice actually sees in her vision? Do you think that mm. she sees Bella in the room with James, or do you think she sees Bella dead? Because we know previously that oh. Alice has visions of Bella either as a vampire or dead. Mm. So is that what she's seeing? I assumed that she saw the scene at the theater thingy, the ballet, the ballet studio. studio, where, the, I don't know, either some fighting was happening or was about to happen, and I assume that the vision that she saw of Bella being a vampire was from when she was a vampire, but, like, before. Oh. In that case, why would Alice ever let Bella out of her sight? <laughs> <laughs> Bring it here. Yeah. Like, if she did, did see Bella alone with James in the ballet studio, why... When Bella's like, ooh, can Jasper come with me? Why isn't Alice like, we'll both go. You're not leaving my sight because you can't be alone with him if you're always with me. That sort of occurred to me, and I felt like maybe very thinly, like, Alice, somebody needs to be watching for Edward's flight. I mean, I I could see where Alice is like, I mean, yeah, one vampire is going to be on Bella. Right. Like, the bathroom thing doesn't occur to her. I think that's fair enough. Which is how Bella does get away from Jasper by going to the ladies' room. Also, who the fuck remembers that bathrooms have two exits? It would be a... I have a memory of, like, being lost. Yeah, but, like, I'm not, like... But it was the third floor bathroom at this airport. Maybe not. (laughs) That I got lost at. Well, maybe it happens, like, once, and she's traumatized, and then every time after... When she, she sees that bathroom, airport. she's like, oh, that's the one where I was lost that time as a kid. Yeah. And so yes. she gets, like, her yearly reminder plausible. when she goes to see Charlie. Oh, I guess. I guess. Um, <laughs> Bella, while trying to seem very casual, happens to ask, Bal- ask Alice how her visions work, which I think is the, like, most suspicious thing that she could ask while she trying like to be unsuspicious. sounds bored. And I was like, in what universe would you sound bored when you're being, like, trapped? How does you watching the future work, Alice? <laughs> I don't care at all. And, like, she never asks any questions. So asking questions is, is going to be like, why do you want to know, Bella? Well, <laughs> Alice, do you know? <laughs> Alice doesn't know that about Bella because Bella has no asked. Time together. Oh, but they're best questions. friends, though. Well, right, Bella actually from. has asked Alice questions. A little bit. She's been like, how do you make a vampire? That's true. Alice and is like the one person she's asked things of. Yeah, so this to person. Alice, she's like, okay, so she just saw me have a vision and pretend to be normal. Right. It's not that weird for her to be like, okay, but like, how do those work? <laughs> I suppose. It's mean, like she's not even being normal, though. She's being bored. Yeah, yeah like just ask, act interested. <laughs> it would be less suspicious to be interested in the question that you're asking. <laughs> 
I mean, which leads even more to like, why did Alice let Jasper take her instead of taking her herself? I wrote plane dynamics. Stephanie Meyer's never been to an airport. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie Meyer. Oh, actually, yes. So later on, um, Bella is obviously running to get away from Jasper. And I guess it's maybe a little weird to be running out of an airport. But being in a rush at an airport, oh, that's very totally status quo. Yes. <laughs> right, she says she like slows down like around. Yeah. Like the bellhops. The bellhops. <laughs> I was like, that's way more suspicious. Yeah. Like, oh, Someone who was rushing rush. and then just like slows down and then rushes again. <laughs> <laughs> and she like makes it into that packed elevator and everyone is like disgruntled. Yeah, it's an, el- it's an airport. It's like, yeah, sorry. People are <laughs> in a rush at an airport. Okay, I will say that we probably view like public... Um, decency and like behavior differently being New Yorkers. That's true. That's true. When I like go to Disney World with my non New York friends and I'm like weaving through crowds and I look back and they're like a hundred yards behind me, <laughs> I'm like, Where have you been? And they're like, Why are you like a fish? And I'm like, Just walk. This is it's how you walk. Fun. You walk into it. <laughs> I feel like I've told you guys this before, but when I visited my mom a couple years ago, we were, like, out on the town, and she comes up to me, like, as we're walking, she's like, Melissa, when did you become a jaywalker? (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, you criminal. (laughs) I've changed. Wow. New York has changed. You've changed so much, and you're growing out your bangs. Yeah. I'm going to be a whole new person in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) It'll probably take, like, all of 2020 to grow out your bangs. (laughs) Your hair grows really fast. I don't know. It does, but I feel like it'll be extra slow when I can see it right in front of my face. You know? It's true. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I just want to know that the tension that Alice and Jasper feel when they, like, know that something really bad is going to happen to Bella, but they don't know why is really gripping. Mm. Like, this part where Bella needs to escape, like, it really does pick back up. Like, when they're just hanging out in the hotel, you're like, ugh, whatever. Take right. me back to, like, the stupid it's romance. So boring. But when she is like, like, okay, so I'm running here. Absolutely I jump into this cab. I throw money at them. I lie and say I'm going to the Hyatt. Like I felt actually anxious. It's, like, really gripping. Mm-hmm. Right? I, every moment, I was like, Bella, you're standing still too long. They're going to catch you. Yeah, it's like. Be speedier. When she gets into the elevator and people are mad, I'm like, don't say anything because Jasper's super hearing might hear your voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I have one gripe with the scene, and it's just that when Bella goes into the bathroom and, like, she says, as soon as the door shuts behind me, I was running. And I was like, bitch, he can hear you run. <laughs> True. Hadn't thought of it. I Maybe like, she needs to, like, get halfway through the bathroom and then exactly. start running so her footsteps blend in. Unless Jasper's just so befuddled by women's bathroom uses. <laughs> She's like, I'm not my business. Right, maybe she just really, really had to pee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that mean you're going to hear all the individual pee uh, You must, I mean, you got to filter out. you got to so filter much. that shit out. That's true. Maybe she's safe because... Right, but like still, I just assumed that he would be like extra hearing for listen, her because she's being because she's being weird and also someone's trying to murder her, yeah. which takes it back to like why didn't they hear James on the phone call? I mean that really has like ruined the whole thing for me. <laughs> the fact that Alice would have heard that whole damn conversation over the phone. You have to kill the whole thing. Be willing to suspend yeah, your you disbelief just have to in that one it. area. You just have to roll with it. It's bullshit. Yeah. Um. Bella imagines 
what it would be like. She's very good at imagining herself out of situations. Like when she's very stressed out, she just imagines that she's somewhere else. And she imagines lying in the sun with Edward somewhere that nobody can see him. I loved his sentence. It's not my best, but uh, she's talking about like being really stressed and all that because, you know, she's being hunted. Uh, She says, so instead of panicking, I closed my eyes and spent the 20 minutes drive with Edward. Yeah. Like, that's a great sentence. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, I could talk to him forever, never sleeping, never leaving his side. Foreshadowing. Vampire. (laughs) Why would you say that? I don't want to spend... I. When I imagine my life with someone, I'm like, man, think about the sleeping we're going to do together. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the getting into bed. I yeah. do? Like, yeah. The you idea of talking forever is really the problem. Yeah, I can't talk to for- forever. Like, okay, I, guys, they're like soulmates. I know, but my favorite thing about <laughs> some of my favorite people is that we can not fucking talk, and it's great. You it's sit chill. on your phone next to each other. It's chill. It's that's the like, best. That's like tier two of friendship. Maybe yeah. tier three. Wait, can we like imagine what this would have been like if they just all had cell phones? <laughs> totally. If yeah. they could text. This whole thing wouldn't have happened. That's like my favorite thing to do with like stories from the early from, like, aughts. Like would this, have even, would this have been a thing This plot does not exist. No. Hey, well, as an editor, I'll tell you, plots are really hard to construct when texting exists. <laughs> it's true. It's always like you have to... Twist yourself into a pretzel to have miscommunications between people. Right. <laughs> like, you, it, it's more common to just find a way to get rid of the phone yeah. than to, like, find a way to actually have them miscommunicate. Ah, uh, damn, I dropped my phone down that canyon. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, no, now I lost my phone. Or, like, no uh, Wi-Fi all weekend. <laughs> I Whatever lost will all I do? my contacts. <laughs> like, otherwise... Because, right. like, oh, I feel like in this scenario, Belle would be like, hey, Mom, where are you at? Right. <laughs> be like, Mom, oh, my God, are you okay? And she'd be like, what the fuck, Bella? I'm fine. Right, you haven't <laughs> talked to me in weeks. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> this really goes back to our conversation from early on in the book when Stephanie Meyer is way too specific about the technology. Yes. And so it doesn't age well. Yes. yes. Now it's not like, I pick up my Samsung 7. <laughs> it's just like, I grab my I phone. Posted on my profile on social media media. (laughs) yeah this whole complicated thing about leaving a message and then james finding the message and her mom trying to call to the message from the other house and right and then leaving she would have just texted her and james never would have intercepted it basically twilight is a relic also who can play videotapes now (laughs) true where did james find the time (laughs) To watch, to watch all their videos. I just he's imagine a, him being really he's fast because he's a vampire. So yeah, he's just, just like, like <laughs> watch it all on fast forward. It's fine. <laughs> I know that they spent like a ton of time just in the hotel, but James had to like get down there, find her house, like go through the house, find the videotapes, pull how, out the VHS player. I just imagine him like flash. Watch. How did he get to Phoenix? Did he fly? I. They drove for like forever. I doubt that he flew because when he got to Phoenix, he would have to have like some kind of sun coverage. Like also, maybe if he planned it so that the flight landed at night, that would yeah. work. I'm trying to imagine him having a driver's license and like can't. So he wouldn't. He would just steal a car and drive it. Yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, he's a murderer, so I don't mm-hmm. think he you need about a driver's license laws. if you fly. Oh, to fly. Oh. 
He probably they probably all have fake papers. Yeah, Alice knows a guy. <laughs> Maybe he's got the same fake paper guy as Alice. Oh, I just like flashed forward to that whole subplot. It is Twilight, right? Where she like finds that weird house to get fake papers. Um, I don't remember it being a weird house, but they like go to a guy and they like get fake papers. Why do we call it papers? Like it's I don't know because it used to be made of paper. It used to be made of fake plastic. <laughs> and like I think that they do get like like birth certificates and stuff. I don't have remember to. what book that is. It would be very hard to move through the world without fake IDs. It's true. You'd need that. Anyway, so Bella's, like, imagining all the places that they could go, um, and she's like, I, like, have so many questions for him, and it's like, why didn't you ever ask them? (laughs) That's on you, honestly. The cab driver gets her there, and in a really baller move, she just, like, throws a bunch of 20s at him, and is like, is this enough? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) She's like, I have no need for money now. I know, I thought of that, too. I was like, oh, she doesn't care about money because she's going to (laughs) die. Um, it's it's almost like why didn't you just give him all of it? Like you're not gonna use your cash. I guess. Just saying, don't be greedy, Bella. Um, and then she wishes for forks and calls forks home. It's very sweet. It's, yeah. And then I want to talk about this later because one of those lines is my best sentence. Okay. Um, and then I was realizing that I should have done some homework and figured out how many weeks this book actually takes place over. Oh, I don't think it's that many. No, it's like one. <laughs> it's more than one. <laughs> one week. And she just like hate, hates forks. Okay, like so two weeks. Much, and then just changed her mind. Like, oh. Um, have you guys seen Cold Mountain? No. no. Uh, there's also a book, but I like the movie because I never finished the book. <laughs> and basically, what happens in Cold Mountain is these two people fall in love, and then one of them goes off and fights in the Civil War, and she's like waiting for him to return. Is that and Reese Witherspoon? I don't think so. Renee Zellweger is in it. Oh, Renee that. Zellweger. I can She's that. amazing in it. I think she won an Oscar for that role. She was a revelation. And at one point, her dad is like, are you, like, worried since you haven't heard from him? And she's like, yeah, but then I think, like, I try to count the number of words we said to each other because I literally have, like, two conversations <laughs> before he leaves. And then they're just in love. <laughs> and his love for her fuels him, like, his journey like back years through the war. Yeah, like it makes no sense. And she, like, I thought about actually counting the words, and it was definitely like less than two hundred words that they had exchanged. <laughs> it makes no sense. Well, Bella and Edward have said a lot more than two hundred words to each other. To be fair to them, Edward knows Bella's favorite every single category of everything that's ever happened. <laughs> that's true. That's what matters. It's true love. Yeah, he could go through a million civil wars for her. <laughs> Uh, when Bella's leaving her house to go to the ballet studio, there's this, like, really haunting description where she feels like she can see her mother standing, like, outside mm-hmm. the eucalyptus tree or, like, by the mailbox, and all these memories are flashing by her. And it's really, really tense and really well done. Mm-hmm. Stephanie Meyer's writing is shining through this. And then, I mean, we get to the ballet studio... It, I don't. Conditioned. I don't remember. Melissa <laughs> doesn't like to be hot. Okay. I'm just saying, and they say they're closed for spring break, but the building is being air conditioned. Wow, good point. Yeah, and why does James care? Right. It's not like he he turned He's it like on. Hunter on the AC. That's bad for the environment. That's what I'm saying. This, this was, was they didn't care this about. This was before anybody knew that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're right to bring it up. Thank you. 
Um, do you remember if it was a surprise to you that her mom wasn't there? I don't really remember that um, surprise. I read but it's the end of books before the rest of them, so no. That much? Like four chapters? Okay, it's not really like four chapters. It's like this is this is this is the end of the book. I'm Melissa, I'm holding out the book. <laughs> so you read like a significant amount of the end? I just flip to the end and I start reading. During New Moon, I flipped to the end to make sure that I... Edward I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I searched for, like, an Edward said speech tag, and when I saw one, I was like, oh, thank God, and I went back. Because it's not worth doing that book if Edward doesn't yeah, come back. Like, I, need to, I need to know. Um, it is a pretty good twist. It's, like, a little bit cheap, but it's a good twist. I think this is very... Con- yeah, I don't remember for sure if I was surprised, but I feel like I probably was. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, regardless, she's going to die. So I was, like, very much so not really concerned about whether or not her mom was actually there. Mm. I was like, you're all... That's true. You're dead regardless. Because we do care more about Bella in theory. So <laughs> in theory. Like, that's fair. Right? It does... It's unfortunate for her because it's like, wow, you really died in vain. Right. That's <laughs> true. For any listeners that don't remember what happens, Bella gets there and... James plays the video that he found, and it's Bella on a pier, and she starts to slip, and you hear Bella's mom's mom's voice saying, Bella? Bella? And then he turns the TV off. Well, the screen goes blue. Remember what that <laughs> blue. was Blue! Like? Um, <laughs> and that's the voice that she heard on the phone that convinced her that her mom was there originally. Yeah. It, so you can tell how it really does rely on it being pretexting. <laughs> and Bella says, and suddenly it hit me. My mother was safe. She was still in Florida. She'd never gotten my message, which, as we discussed previously, truly, why would she have gotten that message? <laughs> it was a dumb idea in the first place. Yeah. She'd never been terrified by the dark red eyes and the abnormally pale face before me. She was safe. And so Bella, at this moment... It's truly where you see the flip turn, the switch flip, and, like, she does not care about her own safety or her own life. Oh, yeah. Like, later, right after this, when James is like, okay, time for me to kill you, Bella has, like, an instinctive urge to run, and she tries it, but, like, she doesn't really care about herself. Which doesn't really make sense, because the reason that her sacrifice makes so much sense is that it's to save her mother. So if there's nobody else to save, she should be trying to save herself. I feel you like, know, like hap- her, her death doesn't accomplish anything now. You're 100% right, but I feel like what happens in her brain is like, oh, I did it. My right. goal was to keep my mom safe. She and is safe. I did it. Right. Bella's a decider. She right. decided That's that true. she was going to die and that she was okay with it. So yeah. it's just the way it is. if she makes it out, then her mom could re-actually get in danger, I suppose. That's true. Right. So I can, I can see where, where Bella, in her flawed mind, <laughs> would continue. Right. I think it's worth mentioning what James is wearing since we've talked about people's clothes a lot. Um, so he true, was though. average looking, nothing remarkable about his face or body at all. This so, is my worst sentence. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. How ugly must he have been as a human to be only average oh God, as a good beautiful point. vampire? That's what I'm saying. He's I'm like, vampire. all vampires are beautiful, but literally all we have for James is that he was so very average looking. <laughs> And I like how she separates his face or his body. Right, exactly. <laughs> or body. Right, because we get so many goddamn descriptions of Edward's Greek god of a body. Yeah. Even when he's wearing a plenty of, of like, clothing. modest Mormon clothing. Exactly. And um, she literally feels the need to say nothing remarkable about his face or body at all. And he's... Like, you about to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Wow, nothing like, special about you. He's not hot. Uh, he wore a pale blue long-sleeved shirt and faded blue jeans. It's not like that's an outfit that would show off your body if it was a nice body. Unless Edward is doing it. Unless <laughs> Edward is wearing it, yeah. And then it would be like... It covered his every sculpture arms. <laughs> right, so yeah, that was my worst sentence just because we literally get Edward's body described 50 different ways. <laughs> and we get to James well, and it's just... This guy... He's just average. Doesn't matter. Uh, it's really true. <laughs> uh, and then James is like, okay, well, I'm just going to record this because it was honestly way too easy to kill you. Um, so hopefully this will make everybody else mad. And they'll want to kill me, and then I get to fight them, and I get to kill them. So, like, you know, a twofer. Uh, yeah, he kind of monologues a little bit here. Oh, yeah, he got the classic about, Billy monologue. Which we didn't really need, because all he says is that, like, he likes to hunt people, and it was too easy. I mean, I do think that the monologue gains a little more port since he is recording everything. Right. So, like, technically, everyone He's is going to hear this. goading Edward. Right. He's goading at everyone, not yeah. just Bella. And also, it's just, like, part of the long story tradition of villain <laughs> monologues yes. taking so long that in the end, the villain ends up being defeated. Right. Like, if he had just killed her outright, Edward would have been too late. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I do love that he literally pieces out, like, his figuring out where they are just, like, based on how humans think. Where <laughs> he's like, at first, I never dreamed you meant that you'd go home. But then I wondered, humans can be very predictable. They like to be somewhere familiar. And wouldn't it be the perfect ploy to go to the last place you should be when you're hiding? The place you said that you'd be? <laughs> and I was like, damn, James. All right. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what happened. <laughs> um, I did want to pull out um, that I was thinking about how he says, I usually get a feeling about the prey that I'm hunting, a sixth sense, if you will. So I was thinking, like, maybe that's his vampire skill is, like... I think that's what we're supposed to take from that. Sensing where, what his prey is going to do and right. where they're going to be. What creepy human trait was this before <gasps> I he was think a vampire? I might be like, about that. I see. I always thought that this would be, like, empathy type thing, but used in the wrong way. Used for evil? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Like, you're just really good at reading people. Right. But you use it to your own benefit. Yeah, but you're a bad person. Right. What is it a hunch about? Like, is it a hunch about something particular, or is it just, like, reading what people might do? I think I think that it's prey-focused. Right, like, just sort of knowing what they may do when in a fear scenario. Yeah, I don't think it's any... I don't think it applies to, like, any person. Like I think it applies to, like, his identity as a hunter. When he is on the hunt, he gets these hunches. I'm just saying he was probably also a horrible person before he was a vampire. Oh, you're a hundred percent correct. Like, what kind of people are like hunters? Like right. This? It, it seems like this would stem from the same kind of dynamic. Like, is this a trait that he could have been using in a good way in his life? It As really. It doesn't even feel like, like creepy like rapist vibes like it feels like serial killer for the sake of serial killing yes like it doesn't feel like those guys who heard bella in port angeles Mm. like it feels just like the truly deranged which saying this i agree there's a part of like his story that just like does not make sense to me because of that we don't know where he came from well like i'm talking about like when he talks about alice oh go ahead well just that he mentions that 
Alice is the only one who got away right. because she was made safe. And right. I was like, bitch, we know you don't care about killing vampires. Like, since when was it ever, like, a thing where you're like, shit, she's not human anymore. I can't kill her. Well, part of it was that Alice, it was Alice's blood. I don't oh, know where this line is. He doesn't is. really like, say that. There's, okay, so let me try to find this line. Um, okay. And she did smell so delicious. I still regret that I never got to taste. That's right. the middle of 448. So it seems like he ran across Alice somehow and Which was also, like, who knows? her blood She's calls to like me. locked in a asylum. So right. We never understand how, how he found her in the first place. There. Yeah. But, like, it just seemed, like, so, so out of character that he was just like, oh, darn. Right, Can't like kill Alice. Like now that he's gotten Bella, he's like, "Well, I'll make I'll this more interesting right. by killing the vampires who are going to come exactly. after you." So when Alice got away, why didn't he just try to kill her as a vampire? That's why for think, the sake of it. Yeah, I think the reason he wanted Alice was to taste her blood. Right. So when that's off the table, we don't know where Alice is. Maybe she's hidden away someplace. Like, we don't know what's happening there. She could have been separated from the person that created her. And so he's like, okay, well, I'm going to have my vengeance and kill you. And then, you know, what's the point of going to find her? Like, I can't taste her blood. The language that he he uses, like, he says, and as soon as he freed her, he made her safe. Mm -hmm. I was like... I don't... Not necessarily. I don't know. I was like, you could still totally kill her. I mean, her. Like it's harder to kill her. Right. But, but he likes it when it's interesting. But, like, I don't know. There was, like, this, like, border in his mind where she was just, like, now off limits. Well, maybe it's because young vampires are so strong mm. that James maybe. is like, I'm smart enough to know right. that that's not a fight I can win. That's true. So, like, I, we just have this whole scene where he's, like, going on about how he's, like, a serial killer, basically, and... The one person that got away was Alice, and there really wasn't a reason for it. And then he doesn't even say anything about whether he was trying, like, he just stumbled upon Alice again by chance. I he think, does yes. say that. He does say, like, oh, right. I was surprised to see her, right? Yeah. yeah. And then it just becomes about Bella. I don't know. It's I, all kind of very coincidental. Yeah, I was surprised that he was surprised to see her and didn't. Like, have some kind of visual reaction right. that they would have clocked. Right. But he played it, like, really cool. Right. Um, did you guys remember, I feel like we talked about this a little bit before, but did you remember that Alice has this origin story? I remembered her origin of the asylum thing and being turned into a vampire to save her, and I did not remember that it was related to James. And I think part of it is that we never find out about the person who, the vampire who turned her into oh, right. a vampire. Because he just t- is dead now because James He's just the old man or whatever. Yeah, I, I guess like old man vampire. Right. Who just like kind of took a liking to that one. Unclear why this vampire had a job. But yeah. Like, maybe it was kind of like a Carlisle thing. Like, I like to help. Right. Yeah. Melissa, well, did out, you remember? No, I did not. Um, I mean, I remembered that Alice didn't remember anything. Yeah. And that she had been like wandering around. Yeah. And that she was alone. Right. I want to pose it to the listeners. Listeners, please write in. Feel free to just say yes or no if you remembered that James is the one who, like, led to Alice being created. Because, yeah, like, I so, certainly forgot until I reread this. It's it so dropped in throwaway. Right. It's so dropped in, which is why you don't remember. Yeah. It's like trying to make James more significant to their story, but it doesn't really work because it's all right. in the past. Right. Like, it's 
they're they're making this the plot and like oh instead of having like a random ass vampire just decide to kill Bella like oh look right it was he was important to in Alice's story and he's but not Alice random. never like no Alice doesn't confront him yeah yeah because they have to just kill him right off the bat. She can't be like, why? She can't ask him questions. Yeah, yes. they, they kill him literally immediately. So we get to that. He, this is actually like pretty gruesome. Mm-hmm. Um, he breaks Bella's leg. It's really horrible. Yeah. He throws her against the mirrors and they all break. It's horrible. The she gets stabbed in the head or some shit. Description of like what bodily happens to her is just really well done and very upsetting. I don't yeah. even want to read it. Especially yeah. when all we get is that James is average looking. True. <laughs> and then she passes out. And she says that I drifted, which I kind of felt like you'd probably get, like, knocked out. Yeah. Maybe she's, like, blacking out from how much pain she's in, but it just seems, like, a little light for the situation. Yeah, it is a little, like, gauzy. (laughs) It goes really well with the first end of Chapter 23, which comes next. As I drifted, I dreamed. Great. And that's, like... worth it. (laughs) Yeah, that's great writing. Um, I love this childcare. But... I still, like, it would still work if it was, like, with my last effort, my hand instinctively raised to protect my face. He hit me. I blacked out. As I drifted, I dreamed. Like, it still works. I don't think you need drifted. The DR sound three times to to get it. I never focused on that. That's a nitpicky line edity kind of thing. And then we get back to the angelic Christian... (sighs) It is the title of the chapter, Heavenly. the angel. Word choices. <laughs> Edward begs her. It's like, I also found Edward's begging like kind of hard to read, honestly. It's begging like, for her to just live. Yeah. He's basically saying, like, don't die. He doesn't say the words don't die, but he says, like, Bella, Bella, no. Oh, please, no, no. Um, no, no. <laughs> no. Bella, no, listen no. to me. Like, he's like... 30 seconds away from going, like, stay with me. Like, I get choked the fuck up when I read this. And yeah. we can't really tell what's happening to James. We understand that she's not in danger anymore, but we have no, like, actual sense of what's happened to him. Right, you besides hear, the like, high keening. Yeah, that is suddenly breaking off. Because like, he's been decapitated. Yeah, but you don't know that in the moment. No, okay, no. Could have been, like, one of the good ones. Okay, but stopping their keening. I just want to say that when I had daydreams about like the really dramatic like scenarios that I would be in with my soulmate, like it'd always be where I'm unconscious and he's like, "No, well, is that not back to me?" And I just like, well, I would know it was happening, obviously. <laughs> right, so this just like lived it out. Like she can hear him begging her to stay. Teenage me was like, well, having heart palpitations. <laughs> The next person you date, I'm gonna like secretly text them like, okay, wait until like she's almost asleep but not all the way and act like you think she's asleep and just like talk about how much you love her. And you're gonna come into work the next day and be like, we're engaged. I just like imagine her, him like picking up her body and she like flops. <laughs> it's so dramatic. Oh my god. Did you um, watch a lot of soap operas or did you just actually watch Twilight? Did. My grandma and my mom watch soap operas all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Incredible. so funny. Um, um, so the whole crew is back. Carlisle's taking care of her, and Alice is there too. And we realize, as we said earlier, that she's been bitten, which obviously Bella doesn't understand, but her hand is on fire. It just hurts so bad. 
Okay, like really bad. Can I ask a question? Why do I have this idea in my head that in this book, in order to become a vampire, they had to suck all the blood out of you? Because you're wrong. Yeah, am I, I what know. am I confusing that with? I don't know. Maybe Vampire Diaries? Maybe Vampire Diaries. I never saw that. Oh, that was my favorite show. I remember how to kill a vampire on Vampire Diaries, but I don't really remember how to make a vampire. On Vampire Diaries, you can just kill with a steak. Doesn't it have to... Yes. And then there's like the special something something steak that you have to use to kill the like... Oh, the really, original yeah. vampire? Yes. Yeah, Maybe. girlfriend, you're getting real into the lore now. <laughs> Maybe. I only watched, like, season six. <laughs> Later when they're talking about actually turning her and they discuss, like, ways to make it easier, maybe at some point they float the idea of, like, lessening the amount of blood in her body to make right. her... No, no, faster. you have... The blood has to pump the venom around. Oh. You need the blood in this version because the venom has to, like, circulate through your whole system. Okay. Because okay. I was reading this Venom. again, like... Yesterday, and I was just like, Wait, everyone calm down. She's I was not like, to turn it he on. just bit her. It's fine. <laughs> no, the venom is going to pump around her body. Right. So the solution is that Edward must suck the venom back out of the wound. Does not make sense. Why? <laughs> the worst plan. Why can't Carlisle do that? Here's, here's the Literally anyone else. <laughs> Here's the in-the-text reason. It can't be Alice because she doesn't have, like... Self-control. Yeah, the self-control. But uh, Carlisle is like, uh, it's your decision, Edward, but either way, I can't help you. I have to get this bleeding stopped here if you're going to be taking blood from her hand. Some Alice can't hold a wound. I think Alice can hold the head wound. Edward went to med school, too. (laughs) What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is that this is... Thelma. So, like, theoretically, he can't control himself. Yeah. But, like, why would you suck the blood out rather than tending to the head wound? What? Yeah. Also, like, you have to do both. Why can't you reach down to her hand, bring it up? Like, my <laughs> hand goes above my head. Honestly, break you... her arm. Like, no. I'm just saying, don't you break it. Just... I'm just saying, if you Wait, genuinely think. plan? Okay, Bella's lying down. Bella's prone on the ground. Yeah. Carlisle is at the head. Yeah. Working on getting the bleeding stop. Yeah. Why can't he, like, hold the wound closed or whatever with one hand and reach down oh, to her both. hand with the at other at the same time? Both. Yeah, absolutely. I'm saying the same thing. Absolutely. That was unclear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, maybe, like, it was her other arm and it would be really weird maneuvering, no. but a broken arm Anybody is can way hold easier a wound. Fixed. To make yeah. it not bleed. Like, he's not giving her stitches right on there. On TV shows? Actually, I think he is. When you can't help somebody, all you do is hold the wound. That's the one thing anybody can do. He you says, I have to get the stitching stopped. I, you, can't you can't stitch when she's still the, gushing Okay, but like, literally, it says, as Carlisle spoke, I could feel more pressure on my head, something poking and pulling at my scalp. Oh, you're right. And well, so I think he's literally giving, giving her, her stitches. stitches. That can't be medicine. I mean... <laughs> And I don't see why Edward can't do that. Right. Like, Edward has been This is, like, three paragraphs up from... I don't remember Edward going to med school. (laughs) I don't know how I got that, but I know Edward has been to med school. He has, like, 50 degrees. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's it's dumb. (laughs) 
It is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. It's he romantic. Does it. <laughs> Whatever. I guess it's romantic that he sucks her blood out of her hand. It's nasty as hell, and but it's fine. Doesn't murder her. And doesn't yeah. murder her because he loves her so much. And then in her like sleepy lil, I just lost a lot of blood voice. She's like, stay with me. And he's like all proud. He's like, okay. And <laughs> uh, it's like he I does. Can, sorry. Oh, go ahead. It is like he does what he thought was impossible for her. It is very like triumphant. triumphant. Yeah. This all plays into my fantasy. Ugh. I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they say to her, is the fire gone? She says, yes. Thank you, Edward. I just like don't like it. It's like weirdly paternal. <laughs> no. Not just be like, does I your agree. hand still hurt? Like, treats her like a baby. She calls her like sweetheart, it. and I got really perturbed by that. Oh, I thought that was sweet. No. I, I kind of like the no, sweetheart. That like, was, like, finally them just being, like, normal sweet together yeah. instead of, like, my life. Yeah. <laughs> my immortal life. Well, I, I hate <laughs> it. That is sweetheart. you. Like, she just, like, calls her sweetheart. Like, okay. Yeah. I hate no? <laughs> Edward is, like, weak with relief. Uh, Bella is, like, look, I still might die, so I have to tell Alice to watch the video. Uh, she's, like... Alice, he knew where you come from. And she's like, I smell gasoline. And nobody is like, hang on, repeat that real quick. <laughs> Just before you pass out, uh, what? Uh, and then she falls asleep. And that's the end. Except not. Yeah, right. that's the end of the section. There's one more chapter left, and then the epilogue, and then the book is done. Wow. So that's what we're reading next week. Look forward to it. Okay, do we need to do best sentence, worst sentence? <gasps> we yeah. absolutely do. I forgot. I'd like to start with my worst because we're kind of in that region. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, Bella has been bitten. Her hand really hurts. She's like, why couldn't they see the fire and put it out? She says, the fire! Someone stop the fire! <laughs> I screamed as it burned me. I hate this. <laughs> why? What? Like, she doesn't actually think that there is a, a fire. A literal fire. It, it's She's just half not- dead. She can't formulate real words. True. Just be like, my hand, my hand. Okay, yeah, like, my hand makes more sense than the fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just so awkward and, like, it's, like, kind of hokey somehow. I really don't like that sentence. Uh, fair. My worst sentence is that right after, okay, Carlisle announces that Bella's leg is broken and then a howl of rage strangled on the angel's lips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Her eyes aren't even open. How do the howl strangle? S- strangle on oh, on the lips. <laughs> a howl, a howl of rage. Strang. Oh no. <laughs> That's like my twelfth grade English teacher who'd like take any sentence and just destroy it. She'd be like, <laughs> "How could this movement give birth to this idea? Can a movement give birth? Does it have a birth canal?" And you'd be like, "No, it's a metaphor. Rewrite it." <laughs> Um, I came up with two worst sentences because I thought Maya might have taken mine, but she didn't. So I just had two. I said one already, which is the James is average looking. Right. And uh, my second one is it hurt. It's a whole sentence. (laughs) It hurt. Was it like something really, really horrifyingly Uh, bad? She felt pressure against, she, there was a point of pressure against my head, period. It hurt, period. Yeah. Makes sense. Hurts. I hurt. All right. Best? Best sentence. Mine is at the bottom of 442. It's actually like three sentences. Um, Take me to Twilight Phase Jail. 
<laughs> the sun was hot on my skin, too bright as it bounced off the white concrete and blinded me. I felt dangerously exposed. More fiercely than I would have dreamed I was capable of, I wished for the green protective forest of forks of home. Not only do we get this amazing moment where Bella is thinking of Forks as home, but we get this incredible contrast between how she thought of the sun previously and how she feels about the sun now. Mm -hmm. Like before, this like green was oppressive and depressing, and now the green is like protective and it makes her feel safe. Before the sun, like was warming and comforting and happy, and now it's like blinding and it's bouncing off of concrete, and it's dangerous. She's such a vampire. She's yeah. ready. She's already <laughs> right? ready. Yeah. She's there. It's just really great. It is. Um, mine is from right at the beginning. It had taken much less time than I'd thought. All the terror, the despair, the shattering of my heart. That's my fucking message! I should have picked two best sentences! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> should have let you read it. Yikes. Damn, I prepared the wrong way. So <laughs> Do you want to explain why it's so good? Okay, yeah. Just that I, when I read it, I'm just like, it made me think like, wow, yeah. Your girlfriend just had her life totally abandoned and is accepting death. She's about and to die. And it's literally, she just decided in like a moment. Yeah, in a day. And that's how things happen in moments. That's true. <sighs> and now the moment has come to say goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Twilight Phase. Uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, as we already said, next week we will be reading the last chapter and the epilogue, and then that's it. That's it. Just for Twilight, we will read New Moon after that. Get hyped. Tell your friends. Rate, review, subscribe. I can't wait to tear it apart. Only S- review if you do, like, five stars. Like, you don't want your lesser <laughs> review. <laughs> Just email us with right. complaints. Email only complaints. Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to hear them. Right, we'll do, we'll do our best to address them. Yeah, it's like, why are you listening if you don't five-star <laughs> like it? So either email us about it so that we can address your concern or give us five-stars. <laughs> or get out. Okay, so you can follow us at twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Insta and twilightphasepodcast.tumblr.com. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Meyer Marlette. Cover image by Laura Schirmer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like that, you can fight me.